You're listening to the Kanks Cast Podcast. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at KanksCast. Like on Facebook and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Kingscast with Eric and Ryan. This is your weekly Sacramento Kings podcast for Kings fans by Kings fans. As always, this episode is brought to you by Ziggy Smoke Shop. You can follow Ziggy Smoke Shop on Instagram at Ziggy Smoke Shop 209. They have locations in Stockton and Tracy. Uh, we are coming off of a really fun episode just this past week. Ryan and I came on and, of course, talked about the Kings. It was a fun episode as we're just kind of gearing up for the regular season. So if you're looking for that episode or any of our other episodes, you can always find those streaming wherever you get your podcasts. Bringing in my co-host today, as always, Ryan. What's good? What's going on? We are officially one week away from the start of the NBA season. Um, You know, playoff baseball, you know, got the Giants Dodgers right now going game five tomorrow. Good time to be a sports fan. NFL's in full swing. Um, but yeah, so tomorrow night, um, it is Kings Lakers in the golden one for the preseason game. Um, I'm debating on going, I, you know, I'm debating on it. Do I stay home and watch game five of the Dodgers Giants, or do I go watch a preseason game between the Kings and the Lakers, where, you know, like LeBron and Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis played a shit ton of minutes last night. So I highly doubt they really play against the Kings. You know, so I'm kind of in a pickle right now. I'm leaning towards not going just because, you know, I have the season tickets. I'm going to be able to see those guys later on. You know, and like I'm trying, you know, game five, of you know, game five of the NLDS between Giants Dodgers, man. That's just about as fire as it can get, dude. I went to game one. Okay. It was fucking sick. All right. That Logan Webb and, um, Walker Bueller matchup. That was, that was pretty badass, dude. I w- I was, uh, it was one of my better sports moments, um, that I can remember in recent years. So, um, enough about you, baseball I though. You sell them, man. That's what I think. Uh, sell them. Yeah. I think you should sell them. That's what I would do. You know, when you get those season tickets, anytime you could recoup on some money, you know, and you know, some Laker fans will buy them up. So you'll get that. And I agree with you. You're going to go to a lot of games and, but you, you, you know, making that many trips out to the arena this year, there is additional costs to go into it. You know, it's like, man, save the money a little bit. Go hard that first weekend. When I know you're going to a couple of games that first week. That's what I personally would do. Yeah. But, um, you know, if you do end up going, I mean, it's not it, it's not the worst thing. You know what I mean? So uh, what, what do they call that first world problems, man? You know, we. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's you know, that's of, just, yeah. you know, just, you know, it's a it's a good place to be in right now. You know, it's it's Kings Lakers preseason. You know, if it was regular season game, I'd be there. Fuck the baseball game. I'd watch it on my phone at the stadium. You know what I mean? Like, I, I that's how much I love Sacramento. You know, like, I, I would definitely be at that game, regular season game. Um, but preseason, man, game five, NLDS. Fuck, it's hard. Preseason, yeah, preseason. So, 
man. I ha- preseason, yeah, preseason fucking I haven't sucks, really wa- to be honest. I haven't really watched. I don't watch preseason oh, oh, football. Oh, don't, I, I, oh, I don't admit really all watched. that, Eric. Don't admit that. These Kingsland no. fans will come for you. They, well, they put all, all the stock in the world. I, well, I know it's something. Sacramento's number eight and number five in defensive rating in the preseason. And I know. You know it's something maybe, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about. Davion Mitchell shooting 45% from three-point and blah, 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 blah. You don't tell people about the preseason, man. They love it. According to them. I know. It's know, something like, I want to I I talk about, you know, and, and it's I, – I don't I, – I'll be honest, like right now, there's a lot going on in, 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 uh, just in life and in sports and other things to do. And, and it's not that I'm not watching the games. I'll throw the games on the Spurs because really a lot of the games you have to stream anyway. It's not like they're they're just broadcasted on regular, the regular network. Yeah. Um, and, and it's kind of – it kind of I've never been excited about the preseason. That goes for any no. other sport. I don't watch the NFL preseason. I fucking love the NFL, and I really don't watch basketball preseason. I'll go to a game usually. I mean, we went to the California Classic. I mean, that's as kind of low pro as it gets, you know, and that's fun. And you know, with the preseason, what I really like to do is I mostly like to go on YouTube, and I like to go on YouTube and look at just kind of players who I'm interested in and kind of see a little highlight package. And it really, all that is, is just to oh, get a little excited, kind of get ready amped for the league, but sitting there watching a whole game where teams are experimenting, oh. they play basic zone defense or just guard your man and kind of run around and we're going to check you out. You know, we're not going to contest stuff. Um, you, you, and that's where you, you can't really put too much stock in it. Um, you know, I'll say, Ryan, though, my first NBA, we've talked about it on the podcast, but, you know, the first NBA game I ever went to was a preseason game against the Golden State Warriors. And and so, um, you know, if you like you were talking about, if you get a chance to go in person, that's cool. But watching on TV, man, uh, are you feeling the same way or? Yeah, I mean, I've I've. All right, this isn't to say, you know, because I don't want, you know, gosh, you know, you know, people in Kingsland, you guys aren't even watching. How can you guys have takes? And all right, we are watching. Okay, we are paying attention. It's not like we're just not sitting down and watching all freaking 48 minutes of the basketball game or however many <laughs> you're minutes. You know what I mean? Like, the people that are like, we're more fucking hardcore. Yeah, dude, because you know yeah. that's going to come. You know, we're going to have some takes. Kingscast like, isn't Wait. fucking hardcore. Yeah, they're going to be like, you know what? What? Kingscast didn't fucking watch. They didn't watch the preseason game against the Trailblazers. Oh, my God. You know, like, yeah. even though, you know, like guys aren't even really playing and, you know, but um, so we are paying attention and, and I have like, you know, I guess we're going to go this route, but I have liked what I've seen, you know, obviously it's, it's very cool to see Davion Mitchell putting up, you know, the kind of stats that he is putting up, you know, but you know, what people need to realize is not sustainable, you know, that's preseason basketball for you. It's really not sustainable. You know, everyone's saying, oh, look at Buddy Heald. He's shooting 26% from the three point line in the preseason who gives a fuck. Well, literally, Ryan, some games do people like they'll go out there and be like, just just pull, just pull, find your rhythm yes. in this game. Hey, you yes. go find your rhythm in this game. You go get your legs underneath yes. you. Cast- you make up and, make up and hey. down the court real quick. Hey. I'm chalking co- this up to I'm chalking it to Buddy Heald being like, I'm not getting many looks like he didn't even play yesterday. You know, I don't think he played the game before. It's like it's I'm chalking this up to. All right. Buddy's just getting in and getting getting his shots up. Fuck it. Cast your shots, yeah. you know, and. Get your um, legs, you know, let's, for all let's, these let's, people. Let's, I, I saw I saw a post okay, that really drove me nuts uh, in Kingsland. And, and it was literally, uh, can we stop saying that Buddy Heald is a great three point shooter and just putting it in and putting him in the category of a volume shooter now? And it's like. Like what? Like he what? You know, like the guy shot, what, 39 percent from three last year and he, he shot like 12 threes a game. And it's like. All this stuff, people are just, he's just a volume shooter. It's like, dude, he's volume and he has the percentage. Like, 
it's not like he's shooting 12 threes a game and he's shooting 28% or 30% or 32% like Darren Fox. It's like, no, he's shooting, you know, like I want to say for his career, he's like a 40% three point shooter averaging that many threes. So, you know, people, it just drives me nuts, dude. It, it, like we said, the, you know, that, the, the, the buddy healed, you, you said it the other day, dude, the, I hate buddy healed fan club is back and in full force three games into the into the preseason dude and it's you know it, it's funny that we're already sitting here and i have to defend buddy hield in the preseason even though he's barely played well uh, he uh well the, the, so the preseason to like going back like we were saying is like guys it's 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 like it's like in middle school when you play in that team and like hey guys we want to see you guys make three four passes before we shoot shoot today because <laughs> we want to like, we want to see the ball move through the rotation once or twice you know what yeah. i mean that's literally it. and then oh if you get one just just throw it up you know, and, and one thing like the Davion Mitchell stuff, too, is like I think there was a deficiency it coming in for him as far as the ball handling. So, of course, like, hey, man, take your reps right now, like going ball handling, because when he gets the regular season, we're not going to you're not going to be doing that shit like, no, that. you no, know, what I mean, yeah. and so Dar- that's Darren that, Fox will have the ball. Yeah. It's, and, and then Tyrese Halbert. And that's that te- that, you know, testing your skill set. But the Buddy Hill thing. Right. Yeah, it's uh, you're right about that. And and. You know, man, how many episodes have we done? How many conversations have we had around Buddy Hill? And I'm sure we're going to in the season preview. But, uh, but yeah, the, those takes, it's those people like to take small sample sizes and just, you know. And, and the thing about that's the thing about uh, Buddy Hill is like, if, if he was more, if they set up the offense and design him to be more selective and get him more wide open shots, then of course he, he would be, you know, it, it would look better. I mean, that's, that's the thing about Tyrese Halberton. Like people think Tyrese Halberton's a better three point shooter than Buddy Heald, right? Cause maybe he was more efficient. It's like, I don't know if that's the case. I just think that the guy, when he took him, he was wide open, you know, yeah. shot, <laughs> like, he shot, he shot less, you know, half the threes, you know, per game. And, when he did take him, he was open in the corner. You know, it, it's not. <laughs> it's it's people like to derive stats. You know, it's a funny one, Ryan. Is the Rashawn Holmes? You've talked about this. The Rashawn Holmes free throw one, free yeah. throw, and then his field goal percentage. Right. Yeah. He takes field. He takes low amount of field goal attempts, and they're from high percentage areas. So that kind of stats kind of skewed. Um, but you know, great nonetheless. Yeah, you can hit a floater, not knocking that, but it's uh, it's when you want to elevate him because of that. But then he goes to the free throws. Oh, he's such a great free throw shooter. Yeah, he is a good free throw shooter, and you want to have a big man who you can trust to be at the line. But to be like, he's so great, he literally shoots about I don't know. I think I think we two, looked, two we to looked, four. We, no, we looked it up. It was less than three free throws per game. Yeah. So pretty much he got to the line once a game, and he was hitting you know eighty percent of those two. Right. So he hit 1.6 of every two free throws. Is that 80 percent? Did I do my math correctly? Right. So literally 1.6 of every two free throws he made. So it's like in the grand scheme of it, it's like, okay, you know, like, you know, like you said, how skewed are these are these arguments? And let's put things (laughs) into perspective. And it's, you know, one bright spot, though. Okay, speaking of free throw percentage, Darren Fox has been really good from the free throw line in the preseason. That's a plus. That is a huge plus. I, I got to bring up exactly what he's shooting. But like at one point, like I want to say he was like 14 for 14 or something like that. And it's like, that's something that you want to see right there. Right. Some, you know, guys are, Hey, show me what you worked on in the off season. Yeah. No, I mean, well, that that's the big, you know, people talk about Darren Fox taking that next leap, which I want to kind of save that shit for the preview, Ryan, but we can, yeah, we can tease. It, don't, they, don't they call it a tease? We can tease, you know, and, and everybody, this is, this is an easy one for the take. It's that 
yeah, all the guy does need to do is increase his free throw per sh- uh, shooting just a little bit. And that's how, that's how you, when you want to go from like 27 to 30 points a game, that's really what it is. You know, hit one more three better a game and hit a couple free throws better a game. And all of a sudden you're, uh, you're, you go to that next upper echelon, you know, but uh, preseason dude, it's funny. I uh, actually, you know, for, for the regular listeners, you guys know this for the new listeners, I mean, not Kings gas. We don't fucking come on. We don't do a pre-show and like lay it out like some other people and, you know, and talk about what we're going to talk about, you know, but I did have, I make little notes before I come in on shit. I want to sprinkle in Ryan. And I did put on here, uh, preseason hype, L M A L. That's what I put. Cause it's literally that's Kingsland right now. It's, 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 uh, it's preseason hype, uh, you, you know, but, uh, so is there, I will ask Rando cause we are, we're always at like cynical takes when it comes to shit like this, but there has to be some positives that come out of it. Right. I mean, there does. Um, and I do think that there's, there's some stuff that you can just see. And one thing for me, I I feel like I've been kind of saving this one in. I've been waiting for it, um, is David Mitchell. He's a, he's a legit, uh, athlete dude. Legit. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. (laughs) Like for sure. Sometimes that translation from college to NBA, you don't fucking know, you know, but what makes me really excited about him is like, and I'm not, you know, and we, we do it. And a lot of people I do it. They have to peg people against each other. So you want to peg him versus Halliburton. I naturally kind of do shit like that, but for just for fun's sake, like the guy was a, he, he went to a top school. Okay. He was a, so it means he was a top recruit type of player. Uh, he was a higher draft pick. He wasn't higher. He wasn't higher rated recruit. Um, I, I don't think he was like a super well recruited player. I mean, he played, no, but he went to, what we're saying is he went to a top yes, school though. Yes, he and, won a national he champion, was a, you know, won a national was a higher, championship. He, he was the best player on the team. Yes. And he was a higher draft pick. So with that, it's like, okay, that's really exciting. And then just when, when they come in, he's a little undersized. When he comes in, he's got bounce. He's got quickness. That shit is going to translate the physical aspect of it and his ability to like move. Uh, that that's something that's probably my biggest excitement. I think a lot of people are really excited about it because when the guy got drafted there, I will say there was a majority of people were like confused about it. And majority of people wanted like, what's his name? Franz Wagner, you know, the, yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to say it like that. Franz <laughs> Wagner. Uh, yeah. They were, they wanted these forwards, these stretch players and yes. everything, you know, and, and they were like, why are we getting another guard? And, and, um, but I, I like it for those reasons I listed. His athletic ability is is a positive for me. Yeah, the one thing, you know, that people need to take into account is I'm going to knock him down a peg right now, right? Because everyone says he's on top of the world and, you know, it, he's played well. And But the one thing that you said is he is small, okay? And he isn't playing against the best NBA defenders right now, okay? there There is a difference between you going against, you know, a skinny 20-year-old when, you know, Davion Mitchell is 22, he he's a grown man, right? Like he's not these 19 year old guys who came in. He played all four years in college. He is a, you know, a very stout guy. He's not skinny. You know, he just vertically challenged. That's all, you know, to not to normal people standards, but to the NBA standards, he's a vertically challenged guy. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I love to see it. I love to see him. You know, he hit that crossover step back three, a couple nights ago that you, that was all over, you know, the, the Kingsland page, everyone's getting excited. And I love to see it. I love to see the ability to create his own shots and stuff, but can he do that when a six foot six guard is on him? You know, when you go play the Warriors, you know, and you're having, you know, Clay Thompson or Andrew Wiggins guard you, 
You know, are you going to be able to hit shots over the top of those guys? Are you going to be able to hit shots, you know, over the top of, uh, you know, Devin Booker, if he's guarding you or Chris Paul, who's a great defender, you know, guys like that. Or, um, you know, when you play the Lakers who are just huge, you know, when Russell Westbrook's on you and he's, you know, just as physical and just as strong, probably stronger and quicker. Are you going to be able to make those, make those, make those moves? And that's what I'm excited to see right now. He's shown everything you want to see from the rookie. Right. He played well in summer league. He's playing great right now. I, you know, I'd argue he's been one of probably our best player um, so far in the preseason. Um, but can that standard be kept up when you're playing against the league's best defenders on, you know, a night in night basis? And those guys are playing 35 minutes. That's going to be the difference. So um, that's all I'm saying is, you know, just don't get too crazy and don't don't be too, uh, you know, just out there with your takes. You know, <laughs> well, I'm looking just, I'm looking you know, Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm looking on Kingsland and from, from yesterday, our, our, our fellow admin, uh, Tony from Cap City Crown. You know, Cap, he, Tony does a great job of putting a lot of uh, visual content in Kingsland and putting it out there on his own page as well. But, you know, it's 20, 20, points, and six, uh, 20 points and six threes by Davion Mitchell. Um, and the people are, here's the comments, right? Uh, rookie of the year. Let's go. That'd be great, you know. Uh, Davion or Buddy in fantasy, <laughs> um, just just the hype, you know. A lot, a lot of just takes coming out of here, and, and and then I'm just waiting for the un, the untouchable takes, untradeable takes. Not that we want to trade them, but uh, yeah, the the little bit that comes out that people are so juiced. You know, I it's it sucks for Kings fans. It's like just because I think you know I always have these little theories, Ryan, and like they've been just we've been so shitty for so long. Like I don't know, man. I think people don't even know what they're looking at half the time anymore. You know, when it comes yeah. to players and we talk about, they don't even know what the fuck they're looking at. They, they don't really watch the NBA in totality. So they don't have like comparisons. They just see. So like really people's um, gauge of a player is um, the guys on the roster, these 15 guys or whatever is on the roster and they power rank them. And then that's how they categorize them in their brain in the NBA, you know? And, and uh, it's just, it's just the preseason doesn't help that when guys do really well and and then the taste come out um and then we get into the regular season and it's not sustained and then for a while it's uh that's where you get those takes right like well they yeah. need to start over this player this veteran player yeah. and because look what they did in the preseason remember i mean it's it's just a small thing but it's to pick out a point like kyle guy last year justin james i mean there was legit people writing up calling uh, writing up articles and posting it in kingsland talking about how Kyle Guy should get some minutes, how Justin James should get some minutes because Kyle Guy hit a preseason winner against the Warriors last year or something, right? Yeah, and I, yeah. You know? Yeah, Lakers, Warriors, something like that. Yeah, yeah so that's – it's that st- – it's funny because it's like, well, he did it here. And, and it's it's hilarious. So one other uh, one that's been – you know, the Kings fucking social media, dude, you know, whatever. They post <laughs> – they just post all kinds of stuff all the time. And – um. But the big one has been uh, Tristan Thompson is being, uh, you know, a lot of quotes from him. Uh, something about check this one out, Ryan. That's how you know the Kings is this playoffs. The, the, the playoffs, West, one? Yeah, the playoffs, one. Western Conference Finals this year. I mean, we're competing, Ryan, because Tristan Thompson is bringing a little bit of that LeBron James edge to the Kings this year. You know, some things he learned. I hope that Tristan Thompson learned how to be the best uh, dribble drive player of all time. Maybe distribute. Maybe he's got faster. Uh, you know. Maybe he can do some of that too and bring some of that LeBron James shit. Yeah. Um, not to shit on Tristan Thompson. Who we, I, I we're just, big fans. We're big fans, by the that's way. That's the thing, is we're big fans of him. And so 
and he's a tech and he's a texas guy we're texas fans dude yeah. you know okay. we, we we fuck with tristan thompson pretty yeah. pretty hard man and yeah we are pretty excited that he's here not to knock that guy down a peg we actually we were one of the few supporters when he came to town yeah just, we were just to and, throw and, that in there just and, just so we're not sounding like haters like always and again just because you, so just because you support a guy it doesn't mean that we think he's starting he's 15 and 10 he's this that's not what we think he's gonna come in here and he's probably gonna mirror well i think statistically he could be better than uh than maybe the last two years and the reason is because anytime people come to sacramento they end up playing a bigger role because that's just how yeah. sacramento fucking is you know what i mean so he'll, he'll probably be better than he was last year he'll probably play some minutes and he'll play and we were just excited because the Kings had a pretty lackluster backcourt the last couple of years when it comes to rebounding. And if you're out there listening to us in Kingsland, you can't don't even fucking argue with me about like that the Kings were good rebounding and had good front court presence. They didn't. I mean, that's a total, total like uh, miss on their team for years, I think. And um, it's funny, man, because in the offseason when that happened, Ryan, people were tripping out about DeLon Wright being gone. And okay. uh yeah, remember that? We can yes, oh yes. Delon Wright. Some for some reason, Delon Wright is now one of the top uh backup point guards in the NBA, Ryan. I I don't know where that happened. I'm not really sure where that fell in. Um it was it was last year. It was last year when he was playing on the worst team in the NBA. That's where that happened. That yeah, I'm just wondering he, he where was, Delon Wright became yes. this this premier yeah. sixth man for some reason. Yeah. Uh, confused. I never I never really saw that. I must have missed that. Um uh, there, there, you know, and so I put it out there today because now Tristan Thompson's here. People thought he was gonna he was gonna get released or something. I don't really remember what people's takes were, but they thought it was kind of an afterthought, right? But it seems like he's gonna play. He speaks up, you know, he the uh, leader, quote unquote, that people love, and because of that, uh, you know, people were like excited by him and shit, right? And uh, so I put that I put it out on Twitter. It's like remember that fucking take where people were like mad about delon Wright, like hell upset because delon Wright came here to play 20 decent games and then they traded him and i thought that was such a bad take but i didn't have people reply to me what did you think of that though you know no it's it's 100 spot on and we and when the trade happened we were you know like hey sacramento has definitely a log jam at the guard position and sacramento's deficiency has been defense and rebounding forever like you said, that for as long as you can remember, that that has been a, a Sacramento has lacked that type of presence in the in the lineup, and it made sense for them to go get Tristan Thompson. You know, it just it made complete sense, and it, when it happened, people lost their minds. And you know, uh, not to discredit Delon Wright at all, he's a good player. You know, Delon Wright, I think he was like a ten five and five guy last year. You know, before he came over to Sacramento, and um, granted, that was on the Detroit Pistons, who are fucking terrible, but. At the end of the day, the guy was putting up some numbers and, um, you know, Sacramento drafted Davion Mitchell and they had they had to make moves. So I'm excited, man. Tr- Tristan Thompson was my favorite uh, addition to the team this offseason. Like he, he really is like, yeah, you can be excited about Davion Mitchell and stuff. But, um, you know, I think that they lacked what Tristan Thompson brings to the table tremendously. Um, so I'm excited to see him in real life and hook him, baby. So, you know, anytime, anytime you can get a, you know, the last Texas presence that Sacramento has on their team was Corey fucking Joseph. And we all know how we feel about Corey Joseph. So it's, it's just good that, you know, Tristan Thompson can come redeem, redeem the UT boys. Yeah, the uh, the thing you said a couple weeks ago, I think to reinforce it, it's that this this year, the Kings actually have NBA players yes. well into their bench, you know, and I think that's what you mean to about 
being excited by him is, oh, dude, you actually have a real deal, like veteran uh, guy who's not that old, you know, who's played yeah, real minutes, 30, in big, 30, mo- yeah. big moments and does something that's been a king of uh, the problem for the Kings for years. <laughs> right. And that they really need and it's going to fit a need, especially, you know, one thing we've talked about has always been that the when you're building a roster, you have your core players who are well-rounded and kind of carry your team, but then you want to sprinkle in specialty players, right? Yeah, for sure. That you know, it's it's huge because you know, I'll, I'll touch on your specialty thing real quick, but before I forget, it's you know, Sacramento for the last few years, it's been like, holy shit, if De'Aaron Fox misses some games, we're screwed. You know, if we're Sean Holmes misses 10 games, you know, if he rolls his ankle and he misses, you know, a three-game road trip you know, and then misses the first game for, you know, first two games back at home and five games we're screwed. Sacramento can't afford to lose guys. Well, now, you know, obviously you don't want guys to get hurt, but if, you know, Rashawn Holmes rolls his ankle or, you know, God forbid, you know, knock on wood, Marvin Bagley gets hurt again. You know, there is NBA players who are going to play, right? Like there is guys to come fill in that role and it's not the end of the world. And maybe they could sustain a loss of eight games for one of their core players, but um, going back to your specialty things, um, yeah, it, it, it's right. You know, you you want to have those specialty guys. You you want to have those guys who can come in in spurts, right? Ten minute spurts when, you know, maybe uh, Rashawn Holmes gets in a little bit of foul trouble, right? And and you're playing against Rudy Gobert, and you know Tristan Thompson can come in and rough him up a little bit and give us a little bit of a presence and and keep us afloat, right? That that's what you want right there, and that's where. I'm like you said, and that's where we're excited about with Tristan Thompson. Man, he's going to be able to come in, play those spurts, add toughness to us. Yeah, the uh, what you you make the good point, and it's something we kind of preach on here about the depth and, and and guys stepping up and filling in. And when you have that, you know, I would say Ryan that the that tier that the Kings kind of have sat in, um, you can call it like maybe some years. You know, give me some leeway here. Seventh, eighth seed down to like the 10th seed, you know, like seven, eight, nine, 10, maybe 11, right? The difference between those teams always isn't really like that great. Like it's not like, it's not terrible, terribly uh, too big to can overcome it. Lopsided. Yeah. Um, Sometimes the difference is, is that the team in seven, they can sustain losses or they can sustain weird streaks and they don't, Mm -hmm. they don't fucking bottom out for two weeks. Right. And, and, and if you look at the Kings uh, record of the last couple, two years, if you really revisit the last two years, last year, two nine game losing streaks, I believe. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that shit doesn't happen. It doesn't happen when you have NBA players. If you can break that up instead of a nine game losing streak, you win, you know, it's, 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 you lose like, you know, six, six of nine, you know, I mean, I mean that's you, not great. You go, you go three and six or you go like four yeah. and five, yeah. two, like, two and seven at the worst. Even that, you know? you know, and when you're, when you're talking about making playing games, we're literally talking about splitting hairs. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and then the year before it was terrible because, you know, Darren Fox and, and Bagley, those guys got hurt really early in the oh, season. The five first, to start the season. Yeah. And then if you remember, it was like they didn't really have a point guard and, and they didn't want to play Deadman because they didn't like him. And so, but they still kind of made it through because they went and got Alex Len that year. They finally trusted mm-hmm. Harry Giles. They finally uh, got guys back, right? Then mm-hmm. And and then the end of the year, they made it to the bubble, you know? And, and it's, if you revisit all these years, and it's like, if you just had a decent, deep NBA team, that could be the difference. I really don't think the Memphis Grizzlies or the San Antonio Spurs teams in those two. I don't really think talent wise, like they're not better. 
I don't think they're, they're not. Better I'm, I'm going like to Sacramento, dude. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, and, and just to tease the you know the predictions that we're going to do probably this weekend. Um, I'll just come out and say it. I, I I think Memphis takes a step back, dude. I don't like Memphis. I don't. I I think them losing Jonas Valanciunas is going to fucking hurt them, right? I I I. I, I'm just going to leave it at that. You just brought them up. I just want to jump it. Fuck Memphis first off. Okay. I, yeah, fuck, fuck Memphis, I, I fucking, I fucking hate Memphis, dude. I fucking hate them. I hate the respect that John Morant gets around the league. Okay. I hate that. He's fucking always catching a bullshit alley-oop and getting on, you know, uh, ESPN's highlights and shit. And, you know, cause it's, it's to me, it's the disrespect to Darren Fox, dude, Darren, Darren Fox, is a goddamn superstar, right? He's just been in basketball purgatory in Sacramento for the last few years, but you know, this is the year, dude. This is the year where De'Aaron Fox fucking puts that shit to rest with John Morant, dude. I'm calling it right now. Fuck Memphis. Yeah, fuck Memphis. The But the difference between Memphis, though, to give them the credit, to give the Spurs the credit, to give whoever else is in that tier that's not coming to my brain right now the credit, is that they don't go out and get her and not be able to perform for half of a month, right? Yeah, for they're, sure. they're not overly dependent on five players only. They have a real, hey, guys, the, if you've been watching the NBA, the NBA is about having a real rotation. <laughs> That's the NBA. If you look at the Spurs for all the all those years, good years, even years they weren't as good but still were in the mix, it's because they have a real rotation. Guys have defined roles. They have specialty players who can come in, and then they know their roles. And when you're the Kings and you're turning your roster over all the fucking time and you're, you're throwing out G League players or second-round picks – it, it, to, to fortify the back end of your rotation, uh, you're not going to be able to sustain streaks and anything like that. And so I like that, Ryan. I like that, that, that this year, that depth is probably something we'll continue to talk about because it's something we talked about last year about how we didn't fucking have any depth. And it really, we said last year was pretty much the reason why we felt the Kings didn't achieve to a level in which they uh, probably should have. Um, um, I got something here, Ryan. It's kind of like off. I probably should have... I probably should have transitioned this when you're talking about the preseason game tomorrow, but it, uh, there was a post about the, about the Lakers um, because Casey put a, uh, put a thing about uh, the Lakers, you know, maybe being the best team in the, in the, um, in, in the maybe, West, yeah. in yeah, the you know, West this year. And people are, people are still up in arms over that and shit. Um, I, I don't know. I just wanted to say it. Not too much to say about it. It's how funny the, the Kings fans that still hold on to the back of the day feels, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's why I said like, let's be real. Uh, if anything, our rival now is Memphis. To be honest with you, fuck Memphis just because the John Moran, Darren Fox debate. What what the fuck have we done to the Lakers in the last 20 years? Nothing. What have they done to us? Nothing. Right? They've won, what, three championships? Four, or actually more than that. Fuck. They've won five championships, I think. Four or five championships since those days. So it's like, at the end of the day, like, what the fuck? We're, dude, we are nothing. We are nothing to the Los Angeles Lakers. And, and to be honest, they are nothing to us besides a fucking bad memory. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's all I'm going to say about that. But that team's fucking loaded. If you think, <laughs> if you think that the Lakers aren't going to be good, you know, barring injury. Okay. People first saying, you know, all those people saying, oh, they're too old. No. Bro. Okay. When you have Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis, that team is going to win NBA games. I'm not saying they're going to win a championship, but they're going to win games. Okay. And they're probably going to come out on top of the West. So, um, especially with Kawhi being hurt, you know, I just, yeah, we'll get to our predictions later. Let's, let's, yeah. I got a call out. I referenced Tony Ryan I, mm-hmm. in the uh, earlier in the episode from Cap City. I'm going to, I'm going to, I got to call Tony out a little bit because we call everybody out, 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 mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Whatever. You know what I mean? Out, out. <laughs> 
out, we out. call everybody That's, else out. We call everybody else out. So um, <laughs> he he made a post and Tony's just so po- he's like positive. He's a good guy, you know, but like this three guard lineup thing um, is bothering me because I don't think it's 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 an offseason talking point. I don't think it's like I don't think it's really going to make be as, as big as people think. Um, but he says with he's 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 talking about all of uh, Davion Mitchell's stats, and the reason I read that he literally just posted this, and we we're kind of on topic. Um, Forty-eight point seven percent behind the arc, ten point ten for sixteen in the preseason alone, which is not a not a lot of shots right there, right? Um, with Mitchell showing his range, a three-guard lineup without Buddy can prove to be just as effective from behind the arc. I don't know, man, Tony. I I, I don't know, man. The three-guard lineup does it bother you as much as it bothers me, Ryan? Uh, no, because the three guard lineup is Buddy Heald, Tyrese Halliburton, and Darren Fox <laughs> at, the, at the moment. Like, let's be real, okay? So, like, yeah, you know, like, eventually Buddy Heald's not going to be on the team, but until he, you know, until that day comes, he's going to get minutes. It's not like Buddy Heald's just going to play twenty minutes a game. Like, he's going to get his minutes, right? So, like, that's why it doesn't really bug me as much. It, you know, it is what it is, right? I'm not, I'm not even tripping off that three guard lineup, but. Going back to Davion Mitchell, those stats, yeah, you know, statistically, percentage-wise in the preseason, yeah, you know, God, I hope he keeps that up because statistically, he'd be the greatest player of all time. <laughs> 48% from three-point, oh my God, you know, like, like the, you know, the stats that he's putting up. So, um, like I said, I, I really don't get too high, I don't get too low, man. I, I just kind of, hey, you know, you want to post those stats, you do you, man, but talk to me at, at the All-Star break. Yeah, that's kind of the motto, the mantra for King for Kings Cast, Brian. Don't get high, don't get too low. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to the season, Brian. We have probably I think two episodes dropping next week, so we so you guys can look out for that. We'll make sure to post it everywhere. Yeah, I think um, we Sunday. Do- I think Sunday night. Just thinking, because the season starts Wednesday, a week from today. Sunday night will probably be prediction. Eh, maybe Tuesday night. We got to see. We'll take a but look. Stand, yeah, stand by for the hey, that. Honestly, you know, like our that is your chance to keep receipts on us, right? Like, you know, if if, if all those people who always you know say that you know, oh, well, this this take or whatever they want to argue with this, listen to the prediction show. Okay, keep your receipts on us, and you know, we'll we'll see at the end of the season who's right and who's wrong. But that's always a fire ass show, dude. It's one of my favorites, man. I've already been prepping. And usually every year, which we will this year, Kings cast season preview part one and part two. We usually drop those, bang, bang, get it, get it out. Um, Ryan, you want to give that shout out to Ziggy's as we go into the season? Yeah, shout out Ziggy Smoke Shop in the 209 locations in Stockton and Tracy. Um, our guy Gus, who uh, is the uh, owner of that over there, he, uh, he is who I have season tickets with. Good friend, Great guy. You guys go in there and mention Kang's cast. I'm sure they'll take care of you. Um, yeah, man. Even, just... if, even if you're not like, even if you, if you ain't smoking weed or anything, like that, right? They got all kinds of stuff in there, dude. If, yeah. Um, oh, one yeah. thing we go in there, you know, is, is we're, cause we, we go in there for cigar, like cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, they have cool, like novelty, novelty stuff. Um, you know, Gus has a lot of cool, like, uh, things in there that aren't related to just like, buy like a normal head shop i mean that's why i really it one thing is really cool to have ziggy's as our sponsor is i really do think they're like the top um smoke shop around like definitely oh, number one number one definitely around it's not it's not one of these like 
little ones next to next to the Papa Murphy's pizza that you walk in and you get some glass, dude. Like, like he's he has premier items in there from all over. Um, I mean, like, dude, he has stuff in there over t- like ten thousand dollars. Like, yeah, guys, and- you know, guys, guys who support the, you know, just guys who support Ziggy's, you know, the Diaz brothers, uh, Action Bronson, you know. So like, there, there's some heavy hitters that that support the Ziggy's franchise. So um, yeah, always, man, you guys go in there. Tom Kanks cast sent you. He'll take care of you. Um, we just, you know, we always want to make sure we take care of Ziggy's man. They're good. They're good people. And it's a, a good partnership to have with Kanks cast. Hey guys, we appreciate you listening to the show. If you ever want to interact or be a part of the show, you can always do so by tagging us. You can find Ryan and I primarily on Twitter and Facebook at Kings Cast Eric and at Kings Cast Ryan. Uh, we're number or very active on our Facebook group Kingsland. We run that with KC and our guy Cap City Tony. Um, join that number one. Uh, number one Kings group on Facebook for sure. So if you want to chat with everybody, get on there. Um, and as always, stay up to date with the podcast. Check us out at Kings Cast. Uh, so with that for Ryan, this is Eric. Go Kings. Thanks. This episode was brought to you by Ziggy Smoke Shop, 209's headiest smoke shop. Follow them on Instagram at Ziggy Smoke Shop 209 for a view of all of their awesome inventory.